blind your eyes, steal your tongue, take it when you're over. Barely Watchables podcast. Welcome back. This week, got a special movie for you. We saw Jason go somewhere. He went to my least favorite Vegas casino, but my second favorite Vegas breakfast. And if you haven't guessed by now, Jason went to New York, New York. Uh, <laughs> we saw Friday the 13th, part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. That was a, that was a mouthful. <laughs> a lot of hyphens. A lot of semicolons in that title. <laughs> Did he really take Manhattan? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're going to talk about this, but I mean, it should have been Jason Takes a Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really should have been Jason Takes Vancouver because 90% of this movie was filmed in the streets of Vancouver. <laughs> but before happen. we get into all that uh, ceremonial shot. Cheers. Prost. blood of his victims speaking of that that's my drink today if you notice <laughs> drinking a bloody mary in honor of jason so do you have like a one word or one phrase for this one, movie i have one sound <laughs> <laughs> um i got mine is um hockey night in manhattan that's what i said <laughs> The Rangers are in town. <laughs> is that what that what that one billboard was? was that it was a billboard of a, was it a goalie, hockey a thing. Goalie, right, yeah. They had the goalie mask, and Jason looks up at it and stares. Right in the beginning, they have like uh, when the movie starts. It's like one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Did you hear that song that was playing? I did not pay attention to the soundtrack at um, all. It's called uh, "Darkest Sound of Night" by Metropolis. Oh, it's Metropolis. I thought it was like maybe a band named after a South American capital, but it's named after the capital. Uh, the, the director, I forget his name. You guys probably remember the, who the director. Who's the director of this movie? Uh, Rob, the writer and director. Rob Hedden. Yeah, and so he uh, he asked this this Metropolis band to make a song like Robert Plant, <laughs> you know, like you wanted a Robert Plant like song, and so they came up with this one. Did right you know here, that this writer director is Rob Hedden? should be Rob Hedden in his ass. Um, <laughs> you know, he uh, he wasn't a filmmaker or anything. He uh, was an exec at... Uh, Get out of here. He was an exec really? at Universal Studios. <laughs> and so he said, he went to the people that owned uh, Friday the 13th, and he just said, you know, let's get, let's get him out of the lake and let's put him in the big city of New York. And right away they're like, yes, you know, all over this. <laughs> but I think they forgot to tell him that three quarters of this movie did not even, wasn't even in New York. It was on a boat. Like, you know, like they're the reason why was they're saying that there was not enough money to go and do all this filming in New York, but it's like they this is the highest Friday the thirteenth budget they ever had. They spent five million dollars on this budget. Where did they fucking spend that money? <laughs> like I don't <laughs> just renting the yacht? Metropolis, the band <laughs> Metropolis costed like a Camille or what, what like where where this money be spent? Because they sure didn't have a lot of like like three I, I like a even like FX kind of stuff. Well, even the kill really, scenes were horrible. Yeah, I mean, awful. I've watched. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not like one of those guys who like watches these movies 
like, you know, these Halloween, I've, I've seen them, but I don't like sit there and go, oh, this is one, this is two, this, this would happen in four or five, I don't really remember shit, no. but I remember watching these movies, and all, all the other ones had, like, some pretty cool, like, killings, and they were, but they were also R, and I think this one was PG-13, if I'm correct. I'm not sure. I think it was ours still. Was it? Yeah. It, it, it was a real was, low R because there was no was, nudity. This was in the late 80s when the MPAA, the uh, Motion Picture Because there really was. They had, this, they had this big downflight of nudity and then hardcore violence during that time. You know, and so they had like a... Ah, it makes sense. Trust me, trust me. It pissed me off. The nudity part, that was right when I was going through puberty. And then they decide to start having less puberty and like these PG-13 rated R movies. I'm like, you fuckers. You know, this like, movie was rated R. Confirmed. Oh my god! Because yeah. uh, I was just gonna say the kill scenes, they really weren't bloody. I mean, like, like. What's up with the kill scenes? There, I don't want to go Did you get off in. to the kill scenes though? What's up? <laughs> no, Did I get off on them? <laughs> what? Hey, what happens? What happens in my basement? Privately watching movies. Stays so, even Jason, it's real quick. The beginning though, the beginning it was so dark when they show New York first. When they start off in New York, and it's like grimy, and they have like a three-minute scene of a guy smoking crack <laughs> you know, like doing heroin it's like uh, how long are we gonna go and watch these guys smoke crack let's start let's start at the beginning well, hold, hold up wait wait okay go ahead I, I was just gonna say when he talked about like the, they showed the scenes in the beginning so are you bringing this up also with that gang that gang <laughs> no I, i'm trying to bring it to the start of this movie on the no, boat because no, in the start of the movie <laughs> the start of the movie they, it's yeah but it's it's not like oh, sequential uh, to the it's not like important you guys don't remember what happened <laughs> so, the scene of this dark so they, crimey, big city place right and right you, yeah but said, yeah, you a the dj narration. in the background you hear the narration is like the claustrophobic uh dark streets of new york you know dark streets <laughs> the, you know they were they were trying to do this whole dark well, it was like a DJ type, like, uh, you know, the movie, uh, uh, the Warriors or whatever. They yeah. had to have that. All right. You know, we're in a dark city. And uh, yeah. but all of a sudden it's like, you know, the gangs and they show that gang, which is basically a bunch <laughs> of skinhead punk rockers. <laughs> we're listening to a boombox. Right? They weren't threatening, basically. Badasses. Yeah. Um, but if you notice when they're like panning the city in the beginning, did you see what was spray? Like they had spray painting stuff. Did you see what was spray painted on the, on the wall? Gangs rule. <laughs> Not, not like you know the Van Buren boys rule or. <laughs> it's like they really wanted to show you how bad New York was and how grimy New York was. I'm just thinking, you know, thank God Giuliani cleaned all that shit up. <laughs> but it's like, so do all the gangs go by and they see they go, yeah, yeah, we rule, gangs rule. If all you gangs. told me that they just used the set and like the same actors from Streets of Fire for the New York scenes, I would believe you. <laughs> so obviously, some you were saying that is like filmed in Canada most of it or whatever or Vancouver. So, do you think that these people knew what New York really looked like or was, or was it something that, you know, like, you know, like a little eighth grade Jew would think of what New York <laughs> just was? just wanted to make New York look badass so that when, when Jason comes to take it down, he looks even more badass. That's all it was. But they, what else are they going to do? They, they had no ability to film in New York, so they're going to try to just fill a bunch of dark alleys and grime, you know? That's all they're going to try to do. Oh, by the way. All I know is my New York experience was not this. I was just going to ask both of you because both of you have been in New York. How many alleys are there in New York? There's a lot. There's, I mean, there's alleys. I don't think there's, there's any alleys, alleys in New York or Manhattan. There are some alleys. There are some alleys, but um, I'm going to say no. Well, not in like. There's alleys. <laughs> I know there's alleys. I don't know. Is there alleys? <laughs> Confirmed alleys in New York City. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll take a drink. So, Jason Voorhees must be. A historic, a history buff. He must be a fan of Winston Churchill because Winston Churchill is the one that once said, 
like it is I or is us who will wage war by land. We will wage war by <laughs> by sea, by air, and because Jason Voorhees kills people in all three of those places, he kills them in land, sea, and air. And in this movie, he kills mainly by sea. Yeah. And this movie starts at sea. It the middle's at sea. I think <laughs> at sea. I think into the last fifteen minutes, I think is when we actually get to New York. Well, that's why this movie was let's an hour, start out. That's why this movie was an hour and fifteen minutes. They had to have at least one section for New York. It starts out. Um, they're on the lake. Um, the couple, of, yeah. the couple that um, are in a boat, and they're like, uh, they're supposed to be going on this trip. Oh, oh let's hold back. People that didn't see this movie, there's a high school graduating graduating class from New Jersey from Camp Crystal Lake, I believe. I don't even know where they're from. It's New Jersey. Well, Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Okay. But they're going to have this cruise at the end of the year party on a cruise ship? Oh, you're, yeah, you're jumping way ahead to no, the No, no, hold on. No, no, I'm trying to set up this couple that's on the yeah, boat are, they, are going to the cruise, are going to this. Are they? Yeah. They're supposed to be on the cruise? I didn't even yes, get that. Yes, they said they're going to meet up with, the, oh, okay. with their friends. So those are high school kids? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't get that one. Uh, it's hard to tell because everybody yeah. in this movie is like 35, yeah. so they're not <laughs> high school kids. Yeah. But they're the original ones that... So they were on a different boat. They were on a different boat, out, and he was out. trying to, like, you know, get all... Get all crazy. Crazy, sexy, and dirty with her, and... Yeah, I think I think of, for 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 it's not gonna be good nudity in this movie because that would have been a perfect spot to start it off really nice right? it gets your attention and you, you said you might have saw some side boob for clarity's sake we should just call it Crystal Lake High just to, <laughs> for no confusion <laughs> for the rest of this podcast call it Crystal Lake High assuming they're the kids of Crystal Lake <laughs> well this boat is the one that his anchor pulls up some uh, power cord. Well, he doesn't pull. He like he drops, and it's all of a sudden there's like a high voltage cord, <laughs> high voltage line that happens to run on the bottom of Crystal Lake. How convenient, you know? Why? Why would you run that fucking thing around Crystal Lake? Why? Why would you run it right through Crystal Lake? And that apparently like sets off. That brings Jason back to life. This electricity, right? I mean, I know a little bit about electricity, and I can tell you, to run a camp, you don't need that much electricity. <laughs> well, these you type don't need of those high voltage cables on the bottom of your these type of you buried it just laying like right on top. <laughs> yeah, these type of power cables are actually like thousands of feet away in the ocean. They're not like within walking. You can't walk yeah. on a power if a cable. Hook, if, a hook, if a hook can do that, what, what would happen? Spectrum cable lays their cable deeper than this company did it. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling that's what killed Jason originally. Or when he, he drowned, he probably hit that thing. Well, he neck wrapper on that cord. Jason Voorhees, I, I, I'll, you probably haven't seen the seven. I mean, you've probably seen the original, like one or two, but you've never seen like five, six, I probably seven. Probably not, no. So I know he, I didn't see this one before. I have I, seen at least four of them, and I can tell you all the times I've seen Crystal Lake. I've never seen canals or river river fronts going off of Crystal Lake that goes into to, to an ocean. Hey, Ever. don't give away the oh, movie, sorry, right? Go ahead, go, go with your saying, Gene. <laughs> Are you wondering how they got a a cruise ship to get to the Atlantic Ocean? I'm from wondering how they Crystal Lake, New Jersey, fucking Crystal Lake. Yeah. Well, I think how, what, can a cruise ship can a cruise ship fit in Crystal Lake? I think this is what these rich people do. These damn rich kids from Crystal Lake, you know, they get all these little benefits. It's like. Um, uh, my wife is from Softville, and she lives on a lake. I can imagine the the Ozaki High School uh, group getting together, and then they take the riverfront from Wiker Lake to uh, Lake Michigan to go the Badlands in Milwaukee. But instead of uh, Jason, it's me stalking her. <laughs> I got a question for you, Joel. So, you, your wife, um, 
Uh-oh. Was it Wicker Lake? Wiker Lake? I call it Wiker Lake. I think it's Bug Lake is what okay. it's called. So let's just say, imagine that they've lived there and they've lived it for 25, 30 years. <laughs> and people are this, constantly murdered. Yeah, like kids are getting killed constantly. Um, would somebody check into that? It, would, would you think your wife's parents would well, be my like... my father-in-law is probably um, going killing them. So that, <laughs> maybe we should... Um, Allegedly. Or, hey, you know what? Let's take a bunch of kids on a lake here at Wiker Lake where kids are getting murdered every single year. <laughs> No one mentions, you know, I know I they talk know, about I Jason, mean, I, I'm like all logistical. Like, how do they get the yacht into White <laughs> into, into Crystal Lake? Like, where's, I, I want to know what kind of. Uh... <laughs> so Jason Voorhees throughout these films, as the movies, as you get to the eighth movie, he gets revived in the most bizarre ways. In the sixth one, I guess like in the fourth one, he just wakes up in the morgue. Uh, in the sixth one, a lightning bolt. Somebody digs up his grave. There's a lot of elect- electrocution. Yeah, like so the light. <laughs> so this kid in six, they dig up his corpse, and the moment they dig up his corpse, a lightning bolt happens to hit him directly, and it revives him. In seven, a girl. So at the end of six, he <laughs> he gets chained to the bottom of Crystal Lake, and seven, a girl with telekinesis brings him up by accident. And breaks the chains, and then at the end of the movie, puts him back into the lake in chains. So that's how he's. That's why he at the start of this movie it's is chained. chained in the yeah, of the lake. but I guess he's immortal, so he's not dead. Okay, so he just he just chained down there. He was so we didn't need the electrocution. We just needed someone to unlock the chains. Is what we. I guess he's like he's in a coma at the bottom of a lake, and the <laughs> and the submerged power cable electrocutes him back to. I mean, so. When you perform CPR, I guess he's had cardiac arrest because this is technically a defibrillator, but the chances of a defibrillator working after you've gone to cardiac arrest are 24% as compared to 8% with CPR. That's why defibrillators... Well, I mean, you need to have oxygen back into your lungs, and if you're underwater, wouldn't that be a little difficult? So is Jason ever electrocuted in any movies? Did he die from electrocution or... I don't know about that. You know what's weird? Only humans, curious, only real like, humans die from electrocution um, in the movie. Like, you know, there was one guy electrocuted. You know what doesn't movie. kill you? Gets you stronger, but it's like, it's like only the only the other people die from electrocution. He only comes alive from electrocution. Well, the thing is, too, like, this is a very powerful power cable. So this would be <laughs> an electric shock of the highest proportions. One that would immediately, like, damage or not like explode all of your tissues and organs, but it just almost is like a zap. Like he's at like fun world getting zapped. Uh, is what this, like these power cables, like the ones that are in the ocean underground have the like great insulation. Like it takes so much to break them. And this power cable that is somehow running under camp crystal Lake is in a, in a mirror in a mirror, small immediately small damaged. Mode. Yes. Anchor. From an anchor. I'm spending way too much time on it. <laughs> so, um, when they set off for this cruise, um, the main character, um, Rennie, I hate that fucking name. I hate that name too. So, Rennie comes on the boat and she can tell that she doesn't want to be there, blah, 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 bad uh, memories. I don't know, whatever. And but, her lesbian lover teacher. Okay, that's what I want to know about. <laughs> I thought that was her mom at first. Oh, that's her lesbian lover teacher. And then all of a sudden, it's like, they get kind of close to the car, and she gives her like a gift and stuff, a present, a graduation present. Stephen King pen? What was that? What was it? Um, yeah, I think it was. Some kind of, like it was a kind of pen by some kind Stephen of like author or something. I don't know who it was. I don't know. 
But yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Didn't really explain what the hell she was. Right away, I thought, oh yeah, she's doing her student. You know, but now, but now it's after high school. They're graduating. This is a graduation trip, right? Correct. So she's probably eighteen. It's legal. It's legal. She can she can now come out. But she doesn't go on the boat, correct? No, she's on the boat. Yeah, she's on the boat. She's, on the, boat she's the one that gets incinerated in the car. We'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, can the family lover. dynamic or like the group dynamic, the fa- the family dynamic of this main girl? Because at first, like you're saying, you think it's her mom. Right. Nope, it's just the teacher. And then it's the other, the 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 male teacher comes in, like, oh, that's her father. Nope, it's her uncle. Uncle, uncle Charles, <laughs> dirty uncle Charlie. Yeah, so he, he was. He wasn't creepy. He was the uh, bad. So call what bad guy of the movie. Like he's you know, the guardian who gives molester vibes the whole time. But it's like he's Mr. Negative, Mr. I hate this trip. I hate going on this cruise with these kids. Uh, collecting assignments still, which, so I, so I, which yeah. I don't understand either. You're graduated. This is a graduation trip. He's, a, he's collecting assignments. <laughs> but have they graduated though, or are they taking their graduation trip before they graduate? I've never heard of a person who's been forced to go on a graduation, an instructor who's been forced to go on a, a, a graduation trip. Now, this is a Something that you would actually have to uh, volunteer for. Because <laughs> they they graduated, right? Because he asked for finals. I know. <laughs> like on, <laughs> he's like, oh, we still have your biology final. It's like, well, aren't they already graduated? Like why, isn't this taking place in July? It's like didn't no school sense. come, whole... <laughs> wasn't school out two months ago? And also, have you, has anybody ever heard of a, a high school graduation cruise vacation? <laughs> no. Like I said, it's a rich person thing. Like, at least the rich people used to rich, go to like Cabo. Just... Like I've never heard of a, a cruise. Yeah, was... Let's take a cruise to New York. Yeah, first of all, let's take a cruise to New York. That's what, like an hour? <laughs> you can just drive. You're like, yeah. you're, you're in New Jersey. And you're going to take a cruise. Up. And all the shit that was on that cruise ship, they're going to do in one hour? <laughs> they had, that cruise Pretty ship had a Maybe bottom. they took the cruise to like South Carolina and then went back up. Let's, they did like a loop. Let's, let's, let's get into the cruise. Let's get into the cruise. Wanna, wait, can we get in what's all on that boat first? <laughs> well, like what? I bet they had a disco room. They had know, a boxing ring. They had yeah. a boxing ring. No, there wasn't a boxing ring because that well, was not a. It was a ring full of students. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm just saying, there's a lot of activities yeah, for a one-hour trip. Let's get to the activities. Right away, the movie starts off, and they don't show these other activities. What they show is what's the old person game where they slide the shit? Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. It's like, oh yeah, let's go all party and play shuffleboard. I'm just saying, I'm like, this is gonna be the lamest party. Ever. I don't and think anything was filmed really quickly. It went to <laughs> Fight Club. It went to Fight Club and cocaine really quickly. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a party. <laughs> Classic high school. <laughs> Classic high school party. All right, Gene. No, the the funniest part about this before even when the, like the two kids are on their own boat yeah. is that radio station from Manhattan like shouts out Crystal Lake High like these like hey these kids are graduating this week there's thousands of schools high schools in New York and this radio station in Manhattan's calling said, them hey let's welcome the kids it's like what <laughs> could you imagine if there was like a DC radio station that congratulate every single eighth grade DC trip that was coming in for the week. <laughs> hey, Milwaukee, let's welcome the Wiker Lake people. <laughs> Remember, there was 37 kids killed in that lake, but they're all coming here to New York. <laughs> so, <laughs> one last question about graduation. What are senior predictions? I don't know why, why he said that. Why did he say See, that? I mean, I, I'm guessing it's like, what, where, is this person going to be a lawyer? Is this person going to be a doctor, right? Prediction, like predict how people are going to be, turn out. 
I'm but asking, he I've never like heard of it. Term though. paper, though, didn't you see, he? You see, I don't know what that is, but I, I know you see like that in your books where they kind of like predictions of what people are going to do and stuff but like that. Like the, the school teacher is going to give them one on one predictions. Like, I predict that you're going to be a fuck up in life. <laughs> That'd be great, <laughs> Face to face. Teacher, I would love to do that. Like, that, <laughs> as a graduation gift, I would love to give that to every one of my students. You are going to be in jail. <laughs> you are going to be a molester. Trust me, I can see it already. You are going to be a drug addict. You, you should not walk down any drugs. dark alleys. <laughs> You, you retards will be doing a podcast. In jail. So I want to get my predictions again. <laughs> right away, the ship hand immediately says they're all gonna die. Now, the teacher's the I only one. Mister Hand in my whole thing. I mean, I know he's the ship hand, but I've been calling Mister Hand. Yeah. One, why allow this man onto a cruise with a bunch of children that's spewing <laughs> murder? And two, if there are murders taking place on this cruise, why aren't they listening to the ship hand? Or like, why aren't they suspecting him? Because he, he's the one. You all would be murdered. It's like the guy yesterday who uh, choked my son in school. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. I am going to kill you, and then he choked him. <laughs> but if like somebody's like, you're all gonna die. I'm not gonna be like by who. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be by you. The one guy that's saying, you're all going to die, you're assuming he's the one that's going to be doing it. You're not assuming that Jason Voorhees, who supposedly died 20 years ago, is going to do the killing. Really quick, and I, Gene, I, I need to do a little math here. You know what? Um, the first Friday the 13th was in 79, or, or what? what, what no, it was like 80. Was it supposed to be present day? Yeah, it was like 81, I think, when it came out. Because at one point... I could have sworn that she, the guy said 20 years ago, Jason Voorhees did this or whatever. And I could have sworn this was like, this, this was in 1989. This movie, right? Yeah. The logic doesn't, it doesn't check out. It was theoretically <laughs> like, like 2010 or something or 2000. Something, like, right? Well, what's funny is, so the first one that came out in 80, I believe. And then the second one was 80, 81. And so the first one, he's a kid, and then it's supposed to be like he somehow then jumps. Like it's only like a few years later, but he goes from a little boy in the first one to a full grown man in the second one. So then, ever since then, one. it's like every year, like for the next like eight years, he's like in his thirties. But somehow between the first movie and the second movie, even though there was one year in our time, it jumped like twenty years. I think Jason may have killed more people in those five years in Crystal Lake than who died in the World Trade Center. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm surprised nobody noticed that. Um, where do you want to go on this ship first? Because there's a lot that happens on this hour-long voyage. Well, um, first, can we just talk about Rennie's boyfriend. What's his name? Steve. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a square. Okay, There's his, not really his dad much to runs talk. the boat. His dad's the captain. How <laughs> how, how perfect! And he, he does not want to be. He does not want to follow in his dad's footsteps. But the one thing you can tell, you can say about him is that he has great taste in jewelry. <laughs> Did you see what he bought? Oh, Renny, <laughs> it was like a NYC like necklace. <laughs> it's like first of all, you cheap motherfucker. <laughs> well, well, before he does that though, he sees Renny when she gets on the boat. He comes up to her. And he's like. Uh, Oh, you're here. I didn't think you were coming. 
I got this necklace Here, I got you. this present for you. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't did think she was coming, but then you go, I got this present for you. And this is way before um, emotional help dogs were even around. So the fact that she could even bring this fucking dog that she had on this, this cruise is questionable, too, to be honest with you. Toby is my, one of At my favorite. At least the dog didn't get Toby killed. Toby was one of my favorite characters because every time anything would happen, he took the fuck off. He was not in the scene. Where, like, they, they didn't want him in any like scenes to fuck around. So it's I like, think Toby he took and, off and run, ran like a I lot. I believe Toby and I'm, I'll say Jason were the best two actors in this movie. <laughs> so I have one quick question for you, too. Can the dogs upstairs heard us talking about Toby? <laughs> can Jason Voorhees teleport? I saw that. What the he hell's has going to have on? Teleportation. I mean, he moves. He gets some places real quick. So this is the only movie he does that, right? No, that's like a lot. <laughs> this is like the, the first ones. one. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like Jason X, then he starts, and then and uh, Jason goes to goes to hell. He's pretty much full on teleporting All in right, those three. I, that was weird. But this is the first one he where gets he's like really locks down New York. New York City, like, like a snap. <laughs> like, he's quick. Well, before you jump ahead. Now he doesn't run. I've never seen him run either. You know, that's what's crazy. But he's always walks. hanging, like, the, on this cruise boat. He's, like, hanging on the boat, right, underneath. That's how he that's how he gets on this boat. Mm-hmm. And then after this boat sinks or whatever, and they have that tugboat, to, 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 which magically goes right to Manhattan, he's underneath hanging on that. I think it's positing that he swam it. <laughs> that he swam the Atlantic Ocean to... Okay, another science. I have another science question. I'm thinking, Manhattan. is he like hanging on that tugboat on the bottom? Dr. Gene, I have another uh, science question. <laughs> Shoot. So, after 20 years of decomposing, <laughs> would your body still be intact the way the, the way that Jason's is intact still? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but this is a world that hype hypothesizes that Jason is practically Swamp Thing, where he's, he's nature has grown on top of him and yes. created a new kind of form. He was pretty yeah. slimy in this movie, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like a new form, Jason. He okay. he transformed with his environment after being underwater for so long. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have so many questions about the disco club and the cruise. <laughs> but I don't know how to ask about it, because... Do you think that they were like gonna have a scene in New York when they were originally filming it that it was gonna happen in a disco club? Like he was gonna attack kids at like a disco party? I'm sure that's probably one of the. Re- well, they, I mean, they had no. I mean, it was a barely. A, it was barely a scene. It was just, you know, what's her name running around, and all of a sudden. I mean, we're kind of jumping some other kills here, but uh, I thought it was funny that she like. This happens in so many horror movies where the the, the girl runs away. But then it just stops in the middle of an area and doesn't move. Like, doesn't hide. Like, she stops at the dance floor. Right in the center of the dance floor where every, where anyone would be looking. Stops and the music and starts. Waits. The music's playing. There's yeah. nobody there. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to do her last dance with Jason. Right? <laughs> is that what, what it is? It's like, what, what are you doing? Like, hide. You know, you mentioned it before, the slowness of the kills. How many chances did these people have to fucking run away? Like, by the time... He slowly was picking up whatever weapon that he was going, and then slowly putting the first death of the the mo- or second death of the movie, the girl with the um, what was that thing called? The harpoon. The harpoon. It was the slowest. I mean, like no wonder this movie was as long as it was. It was like they he he they were just trying to uh, 
make it longer for the death scenes. I didn't understand the development. You're right. A lot of people do just accept their death instead of running. And I wonder if that's a result as if these kids realize that Jason can teleport and there's no real <laughs> like there's no real purpose in running because if they sense. run, Jason will just sense. still appear in front of them anyways. So maybe they are on to his teleportation. We're on to you. And another person onto someone in this movie is the supposed hot girl is onto Rennie so much that she, she thinks she's going to narc and then pushes her in the ocean. <laughs> she basically attempted murder no, and no so one great. did anything about it. They all laughed. But she's on oh, coke. I'm I mean, sorry. She was on coke. I, I mean, slumped. Rennie shouldn't be busting people out for snorting coke. I mean, that's what she gets, you know. My favorite part, though. Well, is what was her name, by the way? Um, when I did the coke and uh, it was, seduced I the teacher. I have it here. It was um, Tam Tamara. Tamara, yeah. Tamara, yeah. And then JJ, the 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 rock star. You need to have at least one rock oh, star. The female rock star who just brings her guitar, her electric guitar, on the ship with her. So who happens to look and act like who? Joan Jet. Joan Jet. And what's her name? JJ. JJ. Joan Jet. <laughs> look at you. Hey, it's, since you're being so symbolic here and you're actually being like real intelligent, did you guys notice what the? Thank you. Did you guys know what what the the yacht's name was? Lazarus. Lazarus coming back from the dead. Jason Voorhees. All right, I'm all see, I, I, I saw some stuff too. I can make some shit like that. All right. Well, now that you guys have your cocks out. Um, <laughs> they really didn't have. A whole lot of like nudity in this film or they didn't have a sex scene which is very odd for a horror film especially the eighth installment of a friday the 13th franchise Kate, gene you must not use the pause button i know i did there was nudity in here there was nudity in here um your girl you just talked about jj no oh tamara tamara you know, she was playing. Uh, Tamara. She was playing anatomy with. She was playing anatomy. <laughs> Get my name right. She was playing anatomy with. You're her saying like as if her name is like the Lion King, hey. Tamara. Like it's like some like Lion King and Tomato, Tamara. <laughs> we talked about the coconut. <laughs> coconut. We talked about the exam that was still due. You know, so she's got to try to blackmail uh, crazy. She wasn't dirty, Uncle Charlie. Well, listen, she wasn't there. She was naked. She had gotten naked, right? She was about to go wash off her uh, stuff, and Jason pushes her against the um, mirror. If you pause, right? Oh, no. <laughs> button ready. I actually didn't bring it out because I didn't think we need it today. There is an ass and half titty in that one scene. That, that's what they got away with, but you had to have a fast pause back in the day. <laughs> that trigger finger. Thank by God the way, technology. By the way, she failed. Her biology project because her stomach is pointing like to her nether region it's not <laughs> no, even pointing i really wasn't paying to attention. her stomach did she, what did she have i mean i know she had like things like she had well she put a sharpie obviously and like um had all her body parts like outside like look this is the heart this is the stomach trying to seduce the teacher i didn't even look it was it like it was, anything, it was, it was, it was no it was no it was no actual body parts name it was I didn't understand why she just didn't get naked. Why and that teacher, that? I meant, you know, He's, I don't understand he his character. Wanted at all. to, but you knew it was just kind of like, ah, should I? He should. He's eight. Uh, it's graduation. It's graduation. They're graduated, right? Would he? Would he be? My question is, would he be responsible in a court of law? 
Gene, I don't know if you know this, but this same thing also happened to Joel in high school. Teacher seducing him. Um, <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Father Bill. God, I would. I, I could only wish that one of the girls, one of the, one of those teachers, women teachers back in the day, would have seduced me, man. Was he hot? I see those stories. I see those stories online. I'm like, this would have never happened with me, man. I, I would have never reported it. <laughs> so you wouldn't have narked on your teacher for soliciting sex. Would you split up with your friends to look for a serial killer? Never. Split up like by myself? Yes, because everybody in this film, when they realize that Jason is on board, they all split up to look <laughs> for him individually. Yes. No, you don't split up at all because you don't need to look for nobody. I'm instantly, as soon as I see one thing, looking for that boat, the the extra boat, you know, the, the skateboat thing, whatever. I'm looking for that instantly or just jumping sea. I mean, who gives a shit at that point? I'd rather be holding on to a rope on the, on the end of the in the water, at the, you know, than dealing with Jason. You know, I don't know. Anyways, let's go past. We're getting we're missing some missing some deaths here, because I think we there was what there was. You're talking about how these death scenes suck. There was one of I think one of the best death scenes ever on this one, and that was death by lava rock. I thought that was a great scene in the sauna, because every great you know like first of all every. <laughs> Every yacht has a sauna, right? <laughs> this, this boat had everything. But that that's a great death. Come on. You grab some lava rocks and put it right through someone's chest cavity. That's pretty damn that was awesome. Pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was one of the kids that were boxing before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how the guy that lost said no hard feelings. <laughs> like, no hard feelings. I just got my ass kicked by you. <laughs> it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense there. Um, but I do like your point that like, this cruise has everything. Like, to me, like, this is, like, like, when you think of the Royal Caribbean, it's, like, oh, they have, like, so much, like, useless shit. Like, they got a movie theater on this Royal Caribbean. They have a water park. And that's kind of what this cruise is. It's, like, <laughs> it's got a sauna where you can just go outside and tan. But you can steam off. Like, you got the sauna in here. You have a disco rent. club. Don't you kind of want to rent? cruise ship like this i mean wouldn't it be dope just like a little chilson halloween party on a cruise ship like this dude that would be sweet but you are right though that this was the most obscure new york cruise ship of all time <laughs> for a one hour cruise i wonder i'm gonna google that right now so you guys talk about something i'm gonna see how long a cruise would be from new jersey to manhattan so eventually I don't want to get into, we want to get into the abandoned ship part of it yet. Are we there yet? Or is there any of the other deaths yeah, on well, the ship that you want to talk about there? Uh, so the, sh the ship, um, after he kills everybody, well, not everybody, I shouldn't say that because, well, that's another thing too. It's there's like, another guy, there's a guy who kills his buddy. Um, he, you know, he's trying to hit Jason. Right, he yeah. kills him. He actually, sh I think he shoots his buddy or whatever. Yeah. I feel like there are a few people that die and then, and other then, than Jake from other than Jason. And yeah. So. And then, and then, and then Jason that throws him into some electric bullshit, which, uh, actually causes the fire on the boat, which makes everybody abandon ship. And is there only a graduating class of like 16, I think? Cause I don't know where all the other kids are. <laughs> they couldn't afford this cruise. I guess. But I think they're on there, but they just make it sound like they're. Whatever, so the, the ship goes down, right? I believe it goes, blows up or goes yep. underwater. Yep. So apparently all those kids died. Yep, we have a total uh, Titanic scene going on here. Right. Where there's kids there's a lot of water. deaths. A lot of deaths. 
And again, you think that DJ would say, hey, shout out to uh, that high school, graduating high school class. Tough luck on the <laughs> We'll be waiting for uh, the other guys at the port. <laughs> so the, the remaining uh, survivors get in this tugboat. Well, here, but here's what I thought about this. Like, a yeah, rowboat like, so or whatever. So you got the sick motherfucker, Jason, chasing them. And then you got these guys who are injured and hurt on the, on the, on the boat, the tugboat or whatever. Where are they going to go? <laughs> to the dock. Get it? The dock? <laughs> my one bad joke for the day oh my god that was, that was horrible so the boyfriend Sean he's in high school and the teacher the like the the bully teacher the mean teacher constantly razzes him on not being able to captain a cruise ship which is I feel like something he shouldn't be able to do at the age of like 17 18 in fact he's even razzing him how to like row <laughs> a lifeboat because when they when they dock he has the comment wonderful choice of place to dock a boat there Sean <laughs> and this Mr. Negative yeah this teacher is he reminds me of the people that I hate to go on vacations with that don't make any decisions but will give you a hard time that like will like basically are negative about your decisions like they won't take the the like the responsibility, but when you have to, they then like shit on your ideas, and that's literally what this this teacher is. I think the villain of this movie because he provides no comfort for kids, no responsibility when things go wrong, and I think his death is just because we will get to it eventually. He almost murdered a little girl, as we'll find out. So him being thrown into toxic waste is, is there, pretty or, justifiable. Did I, say, I, I guess I didn't pay enough attention. Did we hear anything about Ronnie's parents at all in here? Were they killed by? Were they were they actual uh, Jason Voorhees uh, victims back in the day? Is that why he? No, they said like they had, car is that crash. Why they have a guardian that's no. uh, psycho. I just think that Jason is uh, he doesn't like bullying, and she's getting bullied constantly, and so he has a little parents, soft spot. What kind of parents leave their fucking kids to this psycho. Because Jason got bullied, and I think he sees her get bullied by Tamara. He sees her get bullied by the, so the uncle. So the other thing, I'm, I'm just going to go back a little bit because this is one thing that bothered me, and maybe you guys can explain it to me. Throughout this whole movie, she's having these flashbacks of this scene, and we'll talk about, we can talk about the scene in a little bit, but but she keeps on seeing Jason as a boy, as a, as a regular adult in, in mirrors, and what the fuck's going on here? Like, Did she actually get attacked by Jason when she was in that lake? Or is is this just like she's a fucking psychotic? No, what's, what's going on? What here? happened was her uncle threw her, threw her in the water or whatever. I think that's she. I think she saw Jason. So is Jason really did pull her down. In yes. That situation? So yeah. he, the uncle, knowing that she's afraid of the water, decides the best way <laughs> to get her to conquer her fear of like not being able to swim and a, her fear of water is to throw her like in like thirty feet deep water and this crystal lake. And we're, we're, where Jason is, we're, kids are killed constantly. Where kids are killed constantly, <laughs> and Jason is living underwater. I guess. Okay. What we're pre- to what, presume? What, what could go wrong? Jason is haunting people from underwater and grabs her leg. Okay, I'm gonna do my math and pulls her. She is 18 years old. Correct. At that scene, she was probably nine, eight years old. Yeah. That math actually checks out, though. Does it? Because <laughs> 10, 11 years. 10 years, yeah. And he was he was a kid then. Yes. 
No, you just said we just figured out he was a kid 20 years ago. No, he would he be a kid, a kid 10, 10, years, 10 ago. years ago. The first movie was in 1979. 1980. This movie's 89. Okay, I'm fucked up on this math, man. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. Her math is right. She was like 9 or 10 and 80. And then she's 18 and 88, 89, whatever. You know, that's that's where the math checks out. She progressed 9, 10 years. Okay. Jason did not. Jason <laughs> from 80 to 81 went from a 9-year-old boy to a 30-year-old man. <laughs> that's where the math somehow is. Yeah, he, he, he somehow transcends space and time in ages 20 years where where is he getting these muscles from what kind of workout program swimming he's constantly shredding water he's constantly fucking new jersey new york and michael phelps isn't that fucking big he's shredding water as a kid yeah he's shredding water for 20 years okay by the way the scenes where she has like flashbacks of jason like mutated jason attacking her yeah i could have sworn that the Asian boy from the ring <laughs> ripped I, off. I got that too. <laughs> yes, yes. Jason in this too. movie. I was like, what's that kid doing in here? He's an Asian boy. Yes, Jason in the flashbacks. I did see that. <laughs> Maybe he was played by an Asian so boy actor. Well, but... What do you think was more scary when they got to New York? Was it Jason or the heroin rapist? <laughs> was it Renny? I do Rennie? like that they immediately stepped foot Onto New York City, and on step two, they're immediately mugged. My heroin rapists. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know how long. I've been in New York a, bu- a couple times. I've never been attacked by heroin rapists. And what the hell happened to that DJ who was saying, let's welcome these class from Camp Crystal Lake? Where the fuck was her welcoming party at the time? <laughs> I don't get that. So, Especially when that ship went down. You two were alive in eight, 1989. Was toxic waste prevalent in the eighties? Because it was everywhere in this movie. I said I've been in New York and many big cities. I have never seen a vat of toxic waste ever <laughs> anywhere I've been. So All right, I'm I was gonna... looking for the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that jump out somewhere, you know, like <laughs> to fight against Jason. So there was a, the part where was it a? I don't know who said it, but somebody said. Oh yeah, we flush toxic waste through the pipes every t- every night at midnight to like clean out the pipes. And as soon as that happened, I I'm not I'm gonna confess something here. I was like, fuck this movie, and I went to my phone and I just, I saw it said uh, I was gonna look up you know do they flush toxic waste? So I go to my phone and it was like, um, see what Kelly LeBrock looks like now. So I clicked <laughs> that on. And I totally missed the whole end of this movie, so I don't know what the fuck happens. I'm going to confess that. <laughs> I got caught up on what Kelly LeBrock looks like, so... Uh, what does she look like now? Uh, not too good. Not too good, I'm sure. Um, so, but then I looked up, you know, images of Kelly LeBrock back in the day. And well... I just, got, I just missed all this. Just before we get to the other toxic waste things you're talking about, uh, Gene, um, the, the scene on the rooftop with... With the boxer. <laughs> Julius. Julius came out strong at first. He came out strong at first. He had a couple punches into Jason. And that was a kind of like unexpected. But Julius got a little dust. And with one punch, Jason knocks his whole fucking head. Decapitates the motherfucker. That was a little unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. One punch. Decapitation. So the bo- boxing came back. 
Yes, it's uh, it did a full circle. All right. Um, Julius and- did put up like the biggest fight I've ever seen anybody put up against Jason. That's not the hero that survives. Yeah. Julius is like the only one that actually like gave like- Jason a few blows. Yep. And he gets his head knocked off, and at least Jason was, you know, he's trying to clean up New York like Giuliani. He, like, he gets the head into the garbage <laughs> can there, he gets it into the trash can, which is nice. Good move, Jason. I did see the part where he kicked that boombox <laughs> with a gang. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then they, they're about to attack him, and he just pulls his mask off just to kind of show him, and they all run away, you know. And that did crack me up, the, the this gang supposedly skinhead-looking punkers who were listening to, like, rap. And it was, like, that horrible... It was like that Joel Bushman rap. <laughs> horrible? Wait, I mean, not horrible. You want me to start rapping right now? You better, you better relax, kid. You know, it was just... You know what you know I'm talking about? That rap was just... It wasn't like... Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was like, awful. It was awful, yes. <laughs> Look at this coffee mug. You got a mug? I got a jug. <laughs> you know, just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, just so of rock knows, rap? My, my raps are way better than that. <laughs> We are going to listen a little bit later, maybe? No, I'm not. no it's not going to happen. But So should we get to the end of this movie where they triumphantly well, kill all, Jason they, in the sewers? Yeah. They, they first of all, throw the to- throw throw Uncle dirty Uncle Charlie in a, in a, in a vat of toxic waste. Then Basically, they, the girl actually... So she had these memories suppressed yeah. that her uncle threw her into a 30-foot lake. And then, I don't know, for some reason, fire... Yeah. A fire, like water on fire. What happened, I think, also was that fact that once she killed her lesbian lover, the teacher, um, and that because <laughs> you can't drive for shit, uh, then I think that all, all that stuff went Everything came, came back, yeah. and then the when she realized her uncle's a piece of shit, just leaves him to die <laughs> for Jason to, to throw him in a vat of acid, which is now, everywhere in New York City, apparently. Yeah, so barrels of acid are just laying around? <laughs> yeah, and... and, and First of all, they throw Jason before we get to the to the last barrel of uh, toxic waste, which is always rough. Um, they throw Jason on the uh, like uh, subway line, you know, and he electrocutes him. I'm like, this is just gonna give him a fucking amp. Like now he's gonna be even fucking stronger. This is what they keep on doing to him, right? So I knew right away. Do you know that when he went into that diner, that shit, the guy who was the um, chef that like fought him, the the cook that fought him, yeah. in the diner. Mel, he's the one who played Jason Voorhees in the last the, the last two after that. That actor played Jason Voorhees in the last two. You mean uh, ones after this or ones after this? Yeah, nine and ten. Yes. Anyways, getting to the last scene where they have more toxic waste. Is that what the waitress said? Welcome to New York. <laughs> she was the only one in this whole movie with an accent, by the way. All these kids are from New Jersey. Metal men. Well, Jason has no an accent. accent. We just didn't hear it at all. Um, Jason was just. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Darth Vader. But um, get Jason gets toxic waste dumped on him. Now, here's where I'm lost. I mean, I, there's a lot of shit that don't make sense of obviously in all these movies, but you still got to have some things that make sense. Why? How the fuck do you turn into a boy? How the fuck do you turn into a boy? Wait a minute, when he boy? got hit with toxic waste, he turned into a boy? Yeah, and now, now listen to this. I know what happens. You know, toxic waste, usually when you get hit toxic waste in other movies, like this thing, Toxic Avenger, all these movies, you get uglier, stronger, big head. You kind of end up looking like Mark Mark, Mark McGuire after steroids. It's like Robo. You know, like that's what happens um, when, you get, when, you get, when you get that shit. Like Robocop, that movie, when that one dude yeah. his ass. No, he turns into a... 
back to his boy self. What the fuck does that mean? I don't even understand what the hell is going on here. That 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 that, that, that makes no sense. I took it. And you can tell the mindset I was watching this movie. I took it as his soul leaving his body. Like he was actually dead for the finally was confirmed dead. And his soul was leaving his body. But for some reason, his like childish soul decided to take a nap in the sewer. Like he didn't actually. What kind of <laughs> fucking drug were you on during watch this movie? Jesus Christ. So in nine, what did he come back as? He was, he was actually in hell in nine. Okay. So he had nothing to do with like. Come back. No, but then apparently, then he comes back in space in ten. His body, like a thousand years later, is uh, they're using it for like scientific research and uh, yeah. But uh, the sewers of New York City clearer than the streets of New York City. Yeah, One observation. Yeah, very nice. I didn't see any heroin rapists in that in the, in the, in the sewers. At so all. you thinking of when Jason goes to hell, like in the beginning? And they're like, hey, welcome to hell. He's like, fuck, I've been to New York. This is <laughs> this is <laughs> This is the four this seasons. Is yeah. <laughs> Do we want to get into uh segments? Let's go into segments here. Do you have a favorite death? I mean this is not a segment we do, but I told you my favorite death was definitely the lava rock scene was my favorite death scene. Um yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean um the begin the first one, um it was really with that uh, the girl. I mean, he really slowly, because normally he's like, yeah. whack, whack. it was like a slow like, and she's like, take screaming. every bunch of this. It's like you know the you know sometimes I make love that way. Okay, you know, real slow, put it in real slow, and just let her shiver just a little bit. That's that's what it was like. And then she goes, "Is it in yet?" <laughs> okay, so my favorite death. Didn't think we go that way, did you? My favorite death was actually as well as it was the first guy because he's going for it. He's, I don't know what award he's going for. The first, I, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, when he has the hand on the window, the bloody hand on the window, I think he might be going for the Oscar, but <laughs> he's going for sure. something. And, you know, I, I totally forgot about that. That first guy, he comes out with a mask to fake his girlfriend, the same exact mask and a fake knife, and he stabs her. It's just like, what are the odds? That you have the same exact mask. Well, he, he takes that mask, though. The guy takes off the mask, and then Jason puts on that mask. Oh. That's how Jason gets his hockey mask in this. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, do you have a golden onion in this movie? Like, worst acting of a person, an <laughs> event? Um, I'm going to go with Tamara. I thought they. I thought. Uh... Fuck you! I know you did that purpose. Christina. I'm gonna say my my worst acting goes to Eva Watanabe, the Asian girl. Okay. Just because I, I don't like Asians. No, I'm just. I am just kidding. That's. I, that's she was actually the nice one because she's like she didn't want to do the cocaine, right? But yeah. she did out of yeah. out of friendship. Out of she being politeness. I only said that because I, I, we haven't said her name yet, and I thought her name was pretty cool. Eva Watanabe. <laughs> I am giving my golden onion to New York City tourism. It definitely <laughs> took a hit with this movie. <laughs> Gang you know, Hashtag you know, you know what they had? They had uh, originally had a promo of him jumping out of uh, I Love New York sign. And he got sued before, like, they're like, you cannot use this. <laughs> Jason jumping out of this. And so, what did they follow up? How did they promote this? They had Jason, actual Jason on Arsenio Hall. Remember that? 
actually really? Jason came out on the city hall and he's like things. he's like interviewing him. He's not talking. He's just like being a fucking weirdo. Like yeah. Wait, okay. <laughs> so, do you ever? How is this person not in this movie? Um. Well, can we talk? I want to talk about you know you got you got somebody go for it. Go for it. I don't have anybody, but I, I got to, like, I don't know if we're going to segue to, like, a better movie or a different yeah. movie. Yeah. That's the one that comes after this, usually. What do you have? What do you have? What do I you don't have, have anybody. Because I, I don't have a person that should be in I mean, I, in yeah. this movie, why? I mean, you can't replace Jason. You know, if you, I'm trying you to think of who is Like, was there a character type that was missing from this movie? That's, like, you I can think, only call it that. I've, I've said it three, two times already, but you need a Rudy Giuliani in this movie. You need a Rudy to kind of be, like, doing, like, a public statement. Because there were all, there were all, there were how many deaths were there in New York City? There was the two rapists, and there was the guy in the sewer, yeah, <laughs> the sewer worker. That was like, it, right? Giuliani, like just to come up and just like yeah, doing like doing a statement or something. All of a sudden, like Jason walks behind him, you know, just something real simple. That would be perfect. Either way, I, I have a better. I think both of us have a better uh, idea of this movie. We're gonna go in that. Go ahead. I'll go. I like. You know, because really it was no Manhattan. It was all about the ship, the cruise ship. So I'm going to say Jason takes the love boat. So we got like <laughs> Gopher and Julie and Doc on there. Isaac, and we can, Isaac like, serving drinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. You know, like and then they, somehow they drinks. all. Just you know, saying, no, Gene right now is either like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Gene has no idea what we're talking about right now. The very dated <laughs> reference. Google the love boat and fall in love. That's the greatest ever. Oh, those shows were so bad. They're so cheesy, they're good. We could actually do a podcast on just a love boat, actually. Half the people that listen to us are going to know what you're talking about, half are going to not. B-movie, or B-lister. Gene, do you have an idea of a, a movie uh, that you want to... Yeah, first I want to give my, how is this person not in this yeah. movie? Uh, I have two. This movie was missing, like, if you look at all, like, the previous horror movies of the, of the 80s, somebody got their start, and, like, Kevin Bacon was in the first Friday the 13th, Johnny Depp was in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, Feldman. Corey Feldman was in four and five mm-hmm. of Friday the 13th. This movie was missing one of the Baldwin brothers. Like, <laughs> I was shocked that Billy Baldwin didn't get his start with Friday the 13th Part 8. <laughs> also... Like along the your I lines, Stephen Baldwin. Do you ever watch that movie Threesome or whatever it's called? <laughs> it would been great having Stephen Baldwin, um, whatever the other guy's name is, and that chick like all like boning together, and then Jason <laughs> comes in and just like fucking stabs all three of them right through the fucking heart. <laughs> I've only seen Flatliners. That's the only Stephen Baldwin film I've Threesome, seen. Check it out. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll put it on the list. Um, Along your lines, along the lines of Giuliani, I was thinking, I was trying to think of New York person to be in this movie. Uh, if they would have went to Madison Square Garden, it could have been a scene with Billy Joel in here. Because who else plays at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> Shit, I just thought about it. Jason could have what he should have in this movie. He should have went to like a Rangers game and played the goalie. <laughs> Well, that would have. Co- <laughs> yeah, that would. Have, <laughs> that on. would have copied like sudden, sudden death. death. Yeah. Oh my god, Jason's like <laughs> flat saving goals. <laughs> I love it. So I do have a sequel for this movie, um, and I'm shocked that they didn't go this route. It's the same route. Um, I am shocked that Jason's never killed anybody at a hockey game, like you're saying, like that. They've incorporated this mask since the third movie, <laughs> and they've now made nine movies after it, and they have yet to have him go to a hockey game. And was the mask somewhat like they had a mask because they were playing ice hockey on Crystal Lake? Or what the fuck did this mask ever even come from anyways? 
I don't even remember that shit. I honestly that? don't really remember the third movie that much. Um, I'm gonna have to do some research on. It. I compl- I haven't seen the third movie in a while, but I know it comes from the third movie because in the well, second one doing? he's wearing like a yeah. he's wearing like a <laughs> like a paper bag over his head. <laughs> so do you have another movie? Did we do our movie ideas? I have a movie idea. Okay, so I want to do a totally different movie. So just picture this real quick, okay? Picture this. Um. You, we're at Crystal Lake, and there's an Out West Express trucking <laughs> truck. That's, uh, <laughs> that's sitting Shout out, there, out West. And they're delivering doodles at Crystal Lake, okay? And then um, all of a sudden, like, Jason jumps on. It gets back to El Paso. You know, he crosses the border to Juarez after killing a bunch of illegals. And then, and then, and then he gets into Juarez, and he starts fighting, like, the Juarez cartel, Okay. And he ends up then, at the very end, in a wrestling ring, you know, battling a bunch of Lucha Libres. I think that would be the fucking, the dopest movie <laughs> So ever. you're saying he gets from Crystal Lake to El Paso via the Suez Canal, or the Rio Grande? He's going to walk over, just so you know. Oh, right I, thought over. We're, I thought you were still on the, like, the boat. Right like now, you don't even fucking need any passports or nothing. There's a bunch of legals right there, man. You're all good to go. You just walk right over with, with them. But here, here's the, the best thing. You haven't, heard, you haven't asked me how he's going to die. How's he gonna die? So how he's gonna die is that there's this uh, part of the Trump wall that's not done yet, <laughs> and all of a sudden it like falls over right on fucking Jason and kills him. Perfect, right? <laughs> Isn't that great? All right, so we're we're gonna move on from that, and I uh, <laughs> figured out where the the mask came from in part three at oh, the beginning. <laughs> part three in the uh, thanks asshole. In the beginning of the movie classic uh camp counselor pulling a prank on a few other camp counselors does you know the legend of jason Voorhees and puts on like a mask to scare them and then jason Voorhees comes out and kills them all and then steals the mask and that's where the mask comes into play for the rest of the series got you now i got it now i got it um is this on the pantheon of new york movies you don't put this up there with like King Kong or Ghostbusters or Saturday Night Fever, or Wall Street or Annie Hall. No, none of them. Okay, there's like what, maybe 15 minutes in New York in this movie. It's awful. I mean, it's not. It's not. You know, you talk New York. Isn't that New York is like? Is, isn't that the whole Godfather? Right. I mean, that's. Well, like you said earlier, the movie should just have been called Jason Takes a Cruise. Basically. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Is this then on the pantheon of cruise movies? Possibly. I think it could be on. It could be on the pantheon <laughs> they, of cruise movies. They actually, you know, could have. They should, actually should have done Alvin and Chipmunks one. That Chipwrecked. They, uh, Chipwrecked <laughs> because I mean it was mostly on the cruise too, right? Hotel Transylvania three, <laughs> boat Jason trip versus the Chipmunks. Uh, I would watch that. The Parent Trap, Speed Two, famously I think is called Cruise Control. <laughs> You're telling me that this movie's not better than those? <laughs> Do you have a favorite quote from this movie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if mine, it's, it's, I have one. Ah! It was uh, the part where um, all the, like you said, when remember we were talking about earlier with the kids, are like, um, hey, let's all separate or break up, but they all get together and they all get like weapons. Like there's this whole thing of weapons. Everybody grabs a weapon, you know, like, what do you want? What do you want? And all of a sudden, uh, one of the, Wayne, his name is, he says to Julius, he's like, what are you going to take, Julius? And Julius is like, nothing but this gun. <laughs> I was just like, 
That was so stupid. It made me laugh. It's just like, nothing but this gun. Okay, I got. I have one actually for you, uh, Gene. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I got one for you. I, 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 I had to look it up here. Um, this is from JJ. Joan Jett. Where is it here? Joan Jett wannabe. So JJ says, she's talking about one of the girls. She's like, yeah, she's sexy, but not as sexy as my guitar. Right? She said that. And what I'm thinking about, yeah, you know, your guitar can blow my mind, but can't give me a blowjob. <laughs> that did not land at all. You're forcing it now. You're really forcing it. Uh, you're, you're like, uh, you need a, like a laugh track. I got myself You're the back. Big Bang Theory of podcast yeah, host. There you go. Good job, Gene. I was just going to say. Uh, <laughs> Let's bring it back to JJ, though. Are acoustics really the best in a boiler room? <laughs> I don't think it is. I think she actually, said it was. I think they would actually bounce around me awful. I, I, I think she's completely wrong about that. I mean, it was to her demise to go into that boiler room. She was the first death of the movie, or the first death on the cruise, per se. Another thing, it's like, she brings her guitar, you know, and that amplifier, which is like really shitty, like, small thing. And you're like, you're, first of all, this you're going to New Jersey, to New York! You're not filming video, you know, you're going to have time to, these guys... They act like they're on like a fourteen-day cruise, <laughs> and it literally probably takes like thirty yes. minutes. Thirty minutes. Got all the shit that they want I, to I think Trent, New Jersey to Manhattan's like an hour forty drive. <laughs> yeah. it's so it's crazy. Probably a cruise. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And she's, she's ready to make like rock videos. Oh boy! I have a favorite quote, and I'm gonna quiz you two on trying to guess when this quote happened in the movie. Are you ready? Yep. Hey. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? No. That is what the teacher said when <laughs> Tamara undressed. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Are there any uh, user reviews for this movie? Oh, yeah, we got a few. Um, let's see here. We got uh, Off Guard 14. Jason takes Manhattan. Eventually. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Billy the Club says, All this time I was driving from New Jersey to New York. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Uh, let's see here. B.A. Harrison, start spreading the news. I'm leaving to slay. That, Joe, that's right up your alley. You should get along with this B.A. Harrison. <laughs> And then finally, I got um, Curiosity Killed Sean. That's who wrote this. Uh, the Muppets took it better. <laughs> <laughs> In reference to the Muppets Take Manhattan. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, I don't know if anyone noticed that this was our 50th episode. So happy Woo-hoo! 50th anniversary. Woo-hoo! And I couldn't believe it. I mean, for our 50th, you know, it's our 50th episode. And last week, we got a, a physical letter in the mail. A physical letter. I I mean I don't even know how they got our address, but fiftieth letter Who in writes the mail. Letters? I know. Well, we'll you'll find out really soon. So here, I mean, let me read the letter out real quick here. Let me read the letter here. So uh, it says, "Dear barely watchables." Oh boy. I'm writing right now from the Racine Correctional Institution. Oh, I don't like to write this. 
Um, I was told about your podcast from my good friends, the Pars, back in my own racing days. And uh, I just wanted to say how, first of all, impressed I am that you reached your 50th episode. I never thought you'd make it. What does he mean by that? You know, what's, what's that about? I never thought you'd make it. Um, it we can only watch one ep one podcast a week here at the Racine Correctional Institution. And Hold off. Who's watching a podcast? Sorry, I think he meant listen there. Okay. You actually watch it at, in prison. True. <laughs> in your mind. And, I, you know, unfortunately, I wish you guys would play do an episode every week because it's the only episode it's the only episode i'm allowed to watch and and i can't get a lot in but um i just wanted to tell you guys how much i enjoyed the podcast you've had some really great episodes um but my favorite you know episode for sure so far has been dirty dancing i i really appreciated that episode a lot and i i have a recommendation well, thank, you. thank you i have a recommendation for you guys moving forward here um I would really love you to do a, a review of my favorite actress, Pamela Anderson. The movie I'd love for you guys to do is called Barbed Wired. And I would really, really enjoy if you guys would really describe every scene to the max. What she's wearing, what she's not wearing, um. how she's walking... I think Joel, you might be all over this one. <laughs> we might have the horny button on this prisoner. I do love the thought, but we do not take recommendations. So sorry, this movie will not be done. But uh, again, thank you guys for uh, your 50, like 50 episodes. And please keep going. Shout out to the pars. Go coach. Did he uh, leave a name? <laughs> it's like His name prison. is Rob. I don't know. It said Rob on here. I don't know. Prison Rob? Yeah, Rob. Well, thanks, Prison Rob. <laughs> Appreciate you listening to us. So do you have any, like, thing you want to talk about 50, 50 episodes in? Like a favorite movie, least favorite movie, one you hated watching? Any comments about this what podcast? Your, I, want, I want to hear, literally, like, what's your favorite movie that you didn't recommend? Death Race 2000. I was blown away. I, I enjoyed every second of that movie. My least favorite was terror of tiny town even it was like the shortest movie <laughs> and the shortest people i loved every second of it and <laughs> uh, you're right i mean it was a tough watch not only because it was like made in like uh, 1807 but um it was a tough watch but it was a fun movie to do it was like i think it took me 14 tries to get through like 43 minutes though <laughs> Margaret, what, was your, what was your what was your um, favorite and worst uh, favorite. Worst was probably, um, oh, that stupid Sasquatch movie. Suburban Sasquatch? Suburban Sasquatch. I like that one, actually. That was not bad. I mean, it's not my really? favorite, but I, I don't mind. It was so bad. It was that one was, funny. like, the opposite of Terror Tiny Town, where it was, like, too long. Like, this movie sucks, <laughs> and it's too long. Like, at least Terror Tiny Town was, like, 50 minutes. Suburban Sasquatch was the length of The Godfather. And my favorite was probably... Was that ass tuma or ass? <laughs> ass tuma. I did say not I to like pick the one you chose. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, of course, I you picked the one you chose, right? I missed it. Stroke your own ego. Yeah. So for me, I was. You know what? Sorry, I was looking up Kelly LeBrock, what she looks like now when you're. Well, because that, so. you did it, then I'm gonna pick one that I chose to. <laughs> oh. Because 
my my favorite was actually not what I chose. My son told me to, ch to choose it, but House Shark. House Shark was one of my favorites for See, sure. I thought you were gonna go with the uh, the what's that karate singing group movie? Oh, uh, that, that I mean that that one was one? wonderful. Miami Connection. Miami, Miami Connection. Connection was wonderful, but House Shark I was surprised to like like how Miami Connection I had heard about it or a little bit already, and so I was kind of like pumped up for that one. Where House Shark he's like, just do this. What I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. I'm like, ah, it's gonna be so stupid, and it actually really jumped onto the humor you know in the movie that was great i like those movies that they they make fun of themselves you know they know it's bad those and the worst is fun. what was the last one i just re recommended i forgot the I slime balls that was probably one of the worst thing. Was, i probably shouldn't have recommended that one that was, that was pretty awful. do you guys want to talk about like uh what you what your process is going into picking a movie because i actually have a comment i want to make about like the movies i pick i try to try to pick movies that like it's like with this movie, I know it's not the best, but I want to have talking points. I want to be able to like talk to, about a movie for an hour. I want to this whole this movie was filled with just stupidity and terrible filmmaking, but it was also like it captured me. Like I just it enthralled me because I and that's why I want to pick. So like, there's a future movies I'm looking at, and I know it's gonna anger a lot of people. Like specifically, my best friend's wedding. It's on the future docket, and now. It's one of my. It's a. It's a great movie, but it's also a movie with a real fucked up premise and like real hateable characters. And that's what I like is to be able to talk about how big of a villain Julia Roberts the, uh, is. Hugh Grant. Not Hugh Grant. Hugh Rupert Everett <laughs> and Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Neither are in my best friend's. Uh, my best friend's wedding, and I. I like picking those movies more than I like. And I know, like, the women are going to, like, how can you pick My Best Friend's Wedding? But to me, that movie's more fun to talk about than talking about the inconsistencies of gravitational anomalies in Interstellar. Like, I would rather talk about you how... You said a bunch of words. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I'm so <laughs> in my head. I don't even know what you're saying right now. But, I'm, on okay, my, I'm on my I'm, fourth I'm really drink. simple here, okay? I I look I look I at the internet. For, I look at words are for, coming out of your I look mouth. at the internet for like two hundred different like the worst movies of all time, and then I look and see does it have sex, nudity, does it have comedy, and then then does it have gore? Like that's the three things I look for, and that's fucking. It's, I'm real simple, you know. That's what I look for. So you just Google uh, funny titty gore. Yeah. Just, all right. Search words. Google that. I look. He goes on Mister Skin and just looks up the movies with the most nudity. Like what? What movies are? Does some hooker get killed in this movie? What movies are the mix of Porky's and Texas Chainsaw Massacre? And Groundhog Day. What? I don't think any movies have the combination of those three. Yeah. Maybe oh, Happy Death Day. To my audience. <laughs> that's, I think Happy Death Day is the only one that bridges those three movies. I mean, in the beginning of this, I obviously I looked up my uh, hero, my friend Nicolas Cage movies, because we got a lot out of him. But There's um, so much more to it. Yeah, so there is. We can probably the next 50. You'll be a good couple <laughs> of them. But, uh, um, no, I mean, I... I Google obviously bad movies and that, but the problem is um, I pick a lot of movies that aren't really like on any viewing 
platform. <laughs> yeah, so it's so like, usually one thing that we try to do, uh, Gene, is we try to find ones that are usually watchable. That's my bad, is like, I pick something and it's like, I don't know, I can't really watch this, it's not any. Marty took the, the name of our podcast very seriously, barely watchable, that's why can't fucking find it. Can't find it. <laughs> barely findable. <laughs> do you have, like, any coming up that you... Any movies you think they are going to be on the docket? Taking the one right here, right? Next yeah, time. but do you have any like that are on like? Uh... Oh, I, you know, I have a lot of docket. Matter of fact, again, uh, once that you can be looking forward that, to in the next well, three 50? movies are right now on, are not any on streaming platforms. So it's like how I can't pick these movies. They're sitting like just waiting, waiting, so that some platform and then all of a sudden, well, I one of them I canceled. One of them I already nixed. Yeah, so. we'll see. Yeah. Well, I know I'm going. I mean, I think I'm going to do barbed wire. And, the following week. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Next week right away? No, because we're still on Halloween. I'm just, we're I'm, on, just, uh, I'm just saying it's like, you know, Rob has to Rob has to get his movie. Well, we're on Halloween. I mean, I, never, I didn't know we had a guy from the Racine Correctional Institution listen to us. Well, we might want Could you write him back and find out when he gets out? Because I would like to put Barbara before he gets out because... Rob should be on the podcast? No, no. I, want I think we should in. have no, him No, no, no. I want him in as we're doing his movie. To review with us. Yeah. From, oh, that would be we sweet. We can zoom in. That would be sweet. I think we can do that for sure. That would Gene, be what do you think about Prisoner Rob? <laughs> I'll be the one vote no. <laughs> well, you got about voted two to one. Nicholas Cage, what do you say? All right, so what movie are we doing? <laughs> what yeah. movie are we doing next week then? Uh, so we're doing a 1995 movie. It's on Tubi, and it's called Ice Cream Man, starring Ron Howard's brother. Clint, Clint Howard. Or Clint, I love Clint. 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 That's my favorite guy. <laughs> not, not Cliff Howard. Clint Howard. Tom, Howard. Tom Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard. Tom Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard literally looks like a, like a Clint. <laughs> well, Ron <laughs> Howard is perfect in the, or Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard's brother, Clint, is perfect in this movie. When you see this movie, Joe, and you see his like goofy eyes, his look, he plays the ice cream man who sells ice cream to kids. Oh, yeah. So we're doing 1995 Ice Cream Man. I am loving this. On story. Tubi. Free on Tubi. This is why we can't do this podcast more than an hour, because after the hour hits, you two just lose your goddamn minds. <laughs> That's when, like, you know, like, you know me and Joel are? Like, you know how that, when you, when the pitcher, the, the third time around, well, after the third drink around, yeah, like we knock him out of the park. By the fifth, sixth inning, he's getting shelled. Yeah, you knock getting, him out of the park. You're getting shelled. Yeah, we're saying we're, we're saying mentally, physically. So you're, we're the pitchers. Yeah, yeah. You, you think you're the pitchers? We're the we're actually the we're actually the we're batters. the hitters. We're the batters. Yes. I agree. Um, we start hitting curveballs. All right, we didn't say. Would you recommend seeing this movie, uh, Drunk High Sober? You have to see this both drunk and high <laughs> together to enjoy this movie. This movie is so bad. You have to have both. Oh shit! This is tough. You know, I'm going to say sober. Oh, God. That's no, awful. seriously. I would never watch this sober. Because this movie, if I was drunk or high, it, cause it really wasn't funny. It, didn't, it wasn't funny. It didn't, didn't attempt to be funny. That's why you have to watch the drunk so you can like even bring some uh, humor to it. I don't think so. I'm going to say sober. Okay. That's awful. Awful take. Gene? This movie doesn't really have also like... When I watched it, I didn't really get in the mood for Halloween. This movie didn't really no, have no, like no. a Halloween feel to it. No. So you like you're you're almost forcing it if you're watching around this time of the year. It didn't make, I, it didn't make you feel like you needed to put like pins into apples and shit like that. Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't recommend watching this on a cruise. 
other than that, I guess you can watch any time of the year. Or any stadium. <laughs> or maybe a pontoon, yeah. If you're sitting in a rowboat watching movies. Uh, any other fur- further comments about Friday the 13th 8, Jason Takes Manhattan? No. Um, but let's get I into like this war, October. I like the Warriors like war uh, story better, though. I think we should do that. Or anything else, please end me on this misery. Alright. Peace out. Good one. Good one, dude. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I wanna be a part of it. Shoes all long into stray and step around the hall.